Hello and uh, welcome to DevOps Sauna. My name is Lauri and I am the Chief Marketing Officer of Efficode. Almost every time we talk about DevOps, we come across the question about culture versus tools. Some people say there is no such thing as DevOps tools. Some say that if you are adopting tools without culture, then you're doing DevOps in the wrong way. Nicole Foscren, Jess Humble and Jin Kim say in their Accelerate book the following words. What tools or technology you use is irrelevant if the people who must use them hate using them, or if they don't achieve the outcomes and enable the behaviors we care about. I had a chance to spend a moment with Thomas Keranen, a product manager for Efficode DevOps platform, and I asked him to lay the stepping stones for anyone who is evaluating their tools used to embrace DevOps in their organization. Welcome, Thomas. How are you liking the winter time? It's uh, mornings are bright. That's true. And the evenings are dark. Yeah. Two days ago, I was I finished my day 5.20 and I decided to go on a run because I was hoping that it would still be daylight. It was pitch black. Yeah. And I was I was thinking that maybe I should start exercising in the morning and start my working day at 9.30 or 10 o'clock because it doesn't matter whether it has been black, pitch black for one hour or three hours after I finish my working day. That's true. That's what I do actually. I I do my jogging early in the morning, ah. right right after I wake up. Oh, interesting. Yes. Yeah. So somehow I have never never got got into that. I can do that, but I never got into that habit. Today we are not talking about the winter time. We are talking about the DevOps pipeline. Yes. A lot of conversations we are going to have today talks about whether you should go for um, one vendor or multiple vendors. And um, as it happens, we ask that question from our uh, our contacts um, in our marketing platform. So when people join our webinars, when they read a guide, we ask them, what is your preferred solution vendor or which solution vendor would you like most support with? And interestingly enough, we can see that approximately 50% of respondents say that they prefer multiple vendors. Mm-hmm. And then the remaining 50% of the respondents um, pick then Azure or Atlassian or Jenkins or, or some other platform provider. But, but all of those solution vendors somehow relate to the, to the DevOps pipeline, which is, a, which is a term that a lot of people use, but maybe it hasn't been really, really defined. So why don't we start by just giving you a floor, introduce yourself, who you are and what's your role. And then what is this DevOps pipeline in your definition? Yeah. Okay, sure. So my name is Tuomas Keranen and uh, I work as a product manager at Efficode. Uh, I am responsible for Efficode DevOps tooling service, Efficode root. So that's my job. And uh, well, what is a DevOps pipeline? So uh, typically the DevOps tooling pipeline, it, it sort of, it covers all the tools that the software project managers, developers, quality, quality assurance and uh, operations engineers use in their daily work. So in essence, it is the tooling pipeline or maybe 
you could use the word assembly line as well, that they use for turning requirements uh, to code running in production. And <clears throat> from the functional perspective, it contains tools for uh, project management, document management. There are typically integrations with team communications tools such as Slack or Microsoft Teams. Uh, there is a tool for uh, source control or version control. And then it also includes the, the, the complete CI-CD pipeline, meaning the, the build tools, tools for static code analysis, a place where to store the binaries, uh, a tool for uh, open, uh, for scanning through all the open source components that you include to be part of your software, and then various tools for automated testing and, and deployments. For the operations side, it, 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 it also includes typically the, the tools that you are using for monitoring the, the environments. And then you have a way how to, con you have a tool for controlling access to the system, so a, a user management integration at least, and uh, then you'll need also some analytics so that you'll get full visibility to the pipeline and do the way that the teams are actually using the, the tool chain. So that is what I mean by a DevOps pipeline. That is a very comprehensive set of documents. And I think uh, I have uh, read papers from Gartner. I think Gartner's at some point, they used the term application release orchestration. I think now they use the term value stream delivery platform or value stream management platform that is here. But then there are some companies, I imagine, who provide all of that. But then probably more often than not, the you know everything that you just described is a combination coming from multiple vendors. So you could argue that there is a way to, to go and get a suite um, that does all of that, or at least the big parts of that. And then there is another, uh, another way of, say, getting a DevOps platform and, uh, and then bring the best solutions and individual parts from multiple vendors in this. Open us a little bit about this, this DevOps platform, best of breed versus integrated suite approach. So by, by a multi-vendor or uh, a best of breed pipeline, I mean, mean a solution where you handpick the, the tools for, for each of the tasks that I listed. So uh, for example, you take the project manage management system from one vendor, then the version control functionality comes from another one and then you use a third solution for the CI-CD part. And uh, integrate the, the tools coming from multiple vendors together or then you or you let somebody else to do the integration work for you. By a, by a single vendor pipeline I mean a, a solution where you aim to take as many tools as possible from the same tool provider. So you take the project management tool, the version control tool, tool as well as the CI/CD part from this, from the same tooling brand. And uh, so, so uh, it could be Atlassian, it could be GitLab, GitHub, or something, something alike. And then, the integrated tool chains or single vendor tool chains, they can be further divided into categories. So you have solutions that come. Uh, 
with a certain public cloud infrastructure as a service solution, such as Microsoft Azure or AWS, or then uh, uh, so and then you have uh, solutions that are basically cloud service provider independent. So these are the examples that I already gave: Atlassian, GitLab, GitHub, and and the like. And there are certain pros and cons that come with these approaches uh, that you have then you have that you have to take into into account when you're making the the selection. Can you put a line between when it's a good idea to go for a suite and when it's a good idea to go for a DevOps platform? Of course, the the suitability of these solutions uh, depends highly on the type of software that you you're creating, uh, the tools that you have used in the in the past and uh, and, and so forth. Uh, there are a few pipeline user types that benefit from a single vendor tool chain specifically. So first of all, startups. So if you're if you start from a clean slate, uh, the options that you have have available are are different compared to a situation when you have existing investments to a certain tool or tool chain. And uh, mo moving away from the existing setup that you have in place might be actually quite costly in that case. Uh, also, if you if you need a quick start, and uh, you do not want to spend any time in 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 more detailed tool selection, then a fully integrated option could be handy. Uh, also, if you aim to keep things very simple and you are ready to make certain uh, trade-offs in, in, in terms of certain components that belong to the, to the integrated pipelines, then those might be a, a good, good option. Also, if you made a decision to use one of the uh, cloud services to run all or most of the applications and solutions that you are creating, then taking the toolchain directly from the cloud service vendor might make make sense. Of course, you have to be careful that you do, do not paint yourself in, in a corner with these decisions and uh, and uh, and uh, you have to be careful mm -hmm. that you do not do not make any decisions that you would have to later regret. Uh, one of the key factors here may be cost as well. So sometimes it is more, more, more cost eff effective to buy things from all, all, all the features from, from a single vendor instead of buying the same functionality from multiple uh, tool providers. Yeah, I remember there's an expression coming from Amazon management style. They use a term one-way door and two-way door, which means that you can make decisions that are hard to back out. So they are doors that you can only go one way. And then there are doors that go both ways and we will come back to that towards the end but it's it's a good good reminder that, that you don't paint yourself in the corner because then that is clearly painting yourself in the corner is clearly a bad example of a one-way door but but more often than not if you are an existing organization existing software development team um, you probably already have some existing code you maybe even have uh, let's say fragments of DevOps pipeline in your organization, maybe not structured as well as you would like them to be structured. So, so do I interpret correctly that in that case, you, you 
you would be inclined to look into the DevOps platform option. I, I am not saying that an integrated single vendor solution is completely out of question in these cases. Uh, however, I am saying that a multi-vendor best-of-breed solution may be more practical in, in many ways. So uh, if the teams already use and like a specific tool, uh, you don't do not have to throw it away, but you can keep using it when you choose to take the uh, best of breed option. Uh, and if you have certain tools that you are not happy with, you can always replace them with a bet, bet, better alternative if, if necessary. Uh, also, one benefit of running a best of breed toolchain is that you can almost always replace any part of the toolchain with a competing solution if you think that it actually makes sense at any point in time. Uh, the although the integrated pipelines are getting better all the time, there will always be some weak links in them compared to the solutions provided by more specialized tool vendors. I can also imagine that in those cases where you can swap in and swap out different products, it would also provide, let's say, better developer experience. And what I mean by that is I remember, at least from some of the Dora Research and Accelerate book, when developers get to participate in the tool selection, it tends to bring a happier workplace. The risk I can see, and maybe I'm just making it up myself, but this, this type of DevOps platform is a jigsaw puzzle. Like you have to go and find the right parts and you have to make sure that the different parts of jigsaw fit together and that the outcome is going to be the picture you want. It can be a, a jigsaw puzzle, yes. So you have to integrate the solutions so that the information flows smoothly from a tool to another. And uh, typically this means that you'll, ha you'll need a bunch of plugins and extensions that glue this, the, the, the parts of the system uh, so that they would actually function as a, as a seamless assembly line rather than just a random selection of tools coming from multiple vendors. And once you've done that, then you have to make sure that the integrations actually stay intact so that they won't break. And if they break, you'll have to fix them. Uh, additionally, you will need expertise related to a multitude of tools, how to keep them running, how to keep them up to date and, and so forth. So there is certain amount of, of work that comes together with the, with the, with the best of breed uh, approach. The good news is that uh, you do not necessarily have to do this by yourself. Uh, there are partners who are able to help you with the toolchain maintenance and support. There are also solutions available that that solve some of the common issues related to the multi-vendor uh, tooling pipelines. For example, uh, there are centralized ac access control tools that enable you to control access to the toolchain centrally rather than managing access tool by tool. There are analytic solutions in place that provide visibility across the multi-vendor toolchain, like I said in the beginning, so that you're, you, you, you don't have to go through all the tools individually to get an overview to a project, but the most es essential data is gathered in a centralized dashboard views, view or views. Uh, with single tool vendors, or 
single vendor tool suits these functionalities may be part of the overall service from, from the beginning, obviously. Do you often see a situation that that organizations have a DevOps platform and then they have multiple vendors in the platform for one part of the pipeline, but it is used by different teams, yet they still use the same platform? Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> there are certain tools that, that we think that you should always centralize so that everybody is using more or less same set of tools in certain areas, no matter what sort of software they're building, what technologies they are using and, and so forth. For example, project management, document management, version control, binary management, those are functions that everybody should be sharing. Just to make sure that all the critical assets like requirements, documentation, source code, binaries, they are always stored safely and uh, you have the backups available and, uh, this, and the information that is stored in these systems it stays shareable between the between the projects across the organization. But then certain technology or project specific requirements in certain in certain other areas like on the CICD side and uh, it may make sense to have some flexibility there so that if you are developing for a specific cloud platform it might make sense to use the cloud platform native CICD pipelines rather than something that that is more more generic you might still have of course cloud platform independent system as an alternative based on some other technologies but if you're building for a let's say software that will eventually run on aws it might make sense to take advantage of the aws code pipeline as a tool chain for the cicd part so that the teams are actually able to choose the solutions that fit them the best yeah, I'm thinking how would a software development organization decide between which way to go and maybe that's the big question and then you go for the detailed level questions after that. But let's take a concrete example. So a company like a manufacturing company that is undergoing the sort of digital transformation and they're providing maybe machinery for industrial buildings or mining or some other things and and they have hardware like in the real life they can have hardware with embedded software so that's that's what their primary uh, sort of product is that they sell they maybe have uh, software that runs on your windows or mac computer by the professional users like field service engineers or some other type of professional uh, people and then then you would have mobile software for customers who have end like as end users so i'm trying to paint a realistic picture of of a of a large enterprise where software is very much everywhere it's in the machine that you ship to the customer is probably somewhere in the cloud you have a native native client running on a on a pc because maybe you need graphics acceleration i don't know and then you have an easy mobile software for end users what factors in that case would you consider when you start thinking about the possible approach for the DevOps pipeline? I'm going to assume here that some tools or tool chains are already in use. So we are not able to start from a clean slate. So first thing to do is to see if there is a common platform in use or if the teams developing desktop, server and mobile software in this case are still using Unit or, or even 
team-specific tool chains. So that gives you an idea of the starting point. Then, uh, then you'll have to identify the uh, toolchain components that should be shared across all the all the teams, no matter what type of software they are creating. So, like I said, project management, document management, and version control systems are likely candidates here. Then the question is that the should the CI/CD pipelines be consolidated as well, along with the the rest of decentralized tools, or should you should the teams have some flexibility there? And uh, if yes, then meaning that the, the CI/CD pipelines should be consolidated along with the rest of the toolchain, then fully integrated toolchain from a single vendor could be a good option. And uh, it's even better if this toolchain is is already in use by one of the teams or ideally with a few of them. And if the, the if the answer is no, then the best of breed approach may, may be the mo mo most suitable one, as the teams are then able to make their own decisions and uh, and make their own choices when, when flexibility is, is required. That sounds very straightforward, but the um, world isn't always very black and white, so there are always some gray areas that we don't quite know how to navigate. So let me ask this question. Where are the risks? Where are the the gray areas that you quite can't predict, but you, you would like to be aware before you start this kind of project? Migrations are always a risk. So you have to really pay attention how to keep the existing operations running while you are shifting to a, to a new environment. So that needs to be coordinated. Uh, you should make the shift gradually, not as a as a big bang. Uh, you might want to start with new activities and uh, with, the, with with new activities, and uh, first onboard them to the to the new tool chain. And uh, once once you have gained experience, then you start migrating the older activities as well. Uh, and you shouldn't forget the the cultural aspect. So uh, the the people will react to the changes. In different ways, so you have to take into account that uh, tool choices are are something that uh, will affect the culture as well, and it needs to be taken into account. You mentioned about the migration, and I I do remember some of the business cases that we have calculated were were such that even though you would invest in platform and you would invest, it would be a technology deployment and technology rollout project, but nevertheless there was a migration component in the business case, and moreover the there was consulting included in that project so that you would have like people with existing skills how to do this automation consulting and how to migrate the work. That was also, I remember, part, sort of part of that business case calculation, which is, which is important to take into account. So the, when you think about the business case and the net present value of the solution, it's not only, okay, this, this is the cost of licenses as cost of hosting, but it's also the training the migration, the automation consulting, and so on, so on, so on. Um, we are getting towards the end of the conversation, and uh, and I mentioned in the beginning about this this Amazon's one-way door versus two-way door, which which I very much like in in the sort of management style that you you never you are always conscious not to paint yourself in the corner. Or you you are always conscious of making uh, decisions that that you know if they can be rolled back or not. 
So let me ask, uh, how do you keep options open in the DevOps pipeline? So uh, with best of breed tool chains, uh, you will al always have plenty of options because uh, like I said, each individual component that belongs to the system is 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 fairly easily replaceable with an with an alternative. You can always add, of course, tools to a, to a single vendor system as well, and uh, then make a shift towards a multi-vendor system if necessary al along the way. So uh, you can, in essence, take the core pipeline from a single vendor and then complement that with with others. But with 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 single vendor tool chains obviously in the beginning the assumption is that the, the vendor would offer you with most of the functionality that belong, belongs to the pipeline. You have to pay anyhow attention to, to potential vendor locks here. So if a single vendor platform is chosen as the solution and there are no other alternatives available then of course you become quite dependent on the vendor and the way that they develop their solutions further. Naturally the division is not that black and white so you will have vendor locks with the best of breed tools as well. And if you are not happy with the specific component or a part of an integrated tool chain, like I said, you can always integrate an, an, another tool to the pipeline if necessary. Then you simply have two parallel solutions available. Many, many years ago, I had a colleague who used to say that in many cases, you effectively have two options. One is that you will distribute your eggs in multiple baskets so that if one basket drops, then not all the eggs gets broken. The other option is that you put all the eggs in one basket and you will take a really, really good care of that one basket. So then you will just make sure that nothing ever happens to those eggs because you have already made your decision. They are all in one basket. Yeah, it may, it may apply here yeah. as well. So you have to either divide the eggs in multiple baskets with multi-vendor solution or then you have to make sure that the basket, the one basket that you choose the single vendor system is robust enough right from the start. Is there something else we haven't discussed and you think you absolutely have to put it out there? Nothing that I can think of. I think this is this was a, a nice conversation. Indeed. Thank you for your time. And uh, well, let me just say that I need to take some lessons learned from your, your running practice and try and see how exercising in the morning would fit for me as well. But so far, it seems, at least for today, that I'm going to run in the pitch black. Yeah, I truly recommend you to do that. Yeah, I'll I'll take a look at that. Thank you for thank you for your time. Thank you. Interesting, wasn't it? My takeaway from this conversation was twofold. One, if you go for a suite that satisfies most or all of your needs just now, make sure that it is extensible to help you forward when you come across its limits. And two. If you go for a DevOps platform, you always have your options open. Whichever way you go, I'd like to finish off by quoting our earlier guest, Henry Helakari, who said that tools reveal shortcomings in their culture. Well, that's all I have for you today. Stay safe and keep integrating the tools to deliver a seamless software production factory. Mm -hmm.